In this episode, we talk about the energies of now, meaning the major, major energies that have kicked off 2024 and how it sets us up for the new paradigm, specific things that you can do to work with this energy, why you might be exhausted right now, where I've been, what's happening with the Aligned Alchemist, and I also do a deep dive into Chiron, otherwise known as the Alchemist and the Wounded Healer. Welcome to the Aligned Alchemist. We are still here. I am still here. My goodness, I cannot believe that it is two months since I last spoke to you guys. I don't know if you are feeling what I'm feeling, but man, it is a freight train in terms of time. And normally make all of these episodes evergreen, but I did want to let you know I'm recording this episode just hours after the Virgo full moon. And that is relevant for a couple of things that I'm going to talk about in this podcast. But I do want to say I apologize for being gone. And in this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what's happening right now, what is happening with the Aligned Alchemist, and just some quick tips to get you through this period of time. And it's more just a quick episode just to make sure that you guys know the Aligned Alchemist is still here. I am Channel of Rhythm in Human Design. If for those of you not familiar with that channel, it's a pretty common channel, but it has a lot to do with nature's rhythms. And so there is something for me around winter equinox, I turn into a pumpkin. And that was the last time I released an episode. And today is the last really cold day where I live. It was in the teens this morning. It's bright and sunny and the temperature shoots up wildly tomorrow into the 50s. This is the last week of February. And if you live in a place that is very aligned with the seasons, you know what I'm talking about. As soon as it hit March 1st, or as soon as it hits December 1st, whatever that first of that month is, you can feel that difference. And I'm feeling the difference in my body. And human design and energy and all of that is up under the conscious awareness. And so I'm just trusting that I'm ready to appear out in the world on camera again for a reason. Does not mean that every year I will be disappear for three months, maybe socially, but in podcast and YouTube and wherever success and spirit wants to go, I will be present. The last eclipse that we had, which was, I believe, October, we had a full moon eclipse in Taurus on October 27th, something like that, October 28th. That was on my Chiron, kind of a rare event to have an eclipse on a planet because eclipses, you know, there's 360 degrees in the zodiac and you have only a certain number of planets. Now, technically, Chiron is not a planet or an asteroid, but it is very relevant. I actually recorded an entire episode about Chiron. And the reason why Chiron is relevant, even for human design, is because Chiron is the alchemist. Chiron is the mentor. Chiron is the shaman. Many referred to Chiron as the an asteroid, but technically Chiron is outside of the asteroid belt. And Chiron is not a planet either. <laughs> so we don't know what it is. And that is part of the point of Chiron is Chiron sits between Uranus and Saturn. Chiron is this nether region between the unseen, the quantum energy, and the seen, which is Saturn which is day-to-day reality structures and getting business done and getting tasks done and having discipline and making a plan and sticking to a plan. It's an earth sign. And if you recall, if you've been on me on this journey, you know that the first episode of The Aligned 
Alchemist was originally in a podcast called The Aligned CEO, and it was released on a Saturday, Saturn's Day, because this was going to be a business podcast. Now, I'm still speaking to business owners, and I'm still speaking about many of the things that affect us on a day-to-day reality. And as I said before, that is why I bring in human design into my world as part of one of my many tools. 20 years in business, I'm trained in neurolinguistic programming, I have a functional medicine degree. I bring a lot of tools into my clients. I'm just not I'm not just quote a human design reader because I think there's many tools in the toolbox and I do think that subconscious work whether or not you want to do hypnosis or neurolinguistic programming or just belief reprogramming is a critical part of being human on a planet earth. And I've talked about that. I don't think just working with body wisdom is enough because even though we're not supposed to make decisions with our mind, even though our mind is not supposed to run the show, it does. Now, will that change with future generations who might be tapped in and tuned in and grow up in a different paradigm where possibilities exist? Maybe, maybe not. I'm 46 years old. I'm assuming the people who are drawn to me, if like attracts like, are either mature in age or actually mature in age, meaning that they're 35 plus, and they have lived in a time where we were programmed that we had to be a certain way. And now we're part of this deprogramming, deconditioning process. So I had an eclipse on my Chiron, which is the wounded healer. And so it's also the alchemist. And of course, I've been going through it. I don't know if you call it a dark night of the soul. That's a little bit of a cliche term. I don't even know what that means. But I've been having my own challenges and struggles. And I've been closing out a lot of things from my past, old businesses. I mentioned I have a degree in functional medicine. Well, there was a thesis I never finished and I had to get that wrapped up. And that is no small task. It's like finishing medical school. And so there were just a lot of hanging chads. You're going to get that reference if you were around for the 2000 crazy election from my past that I wanted to clean up before I felt like I could give my energy to this. And we can always follow to-do lists. We can always say, you know, consistency. And if I did stuff when I wanted to do it, I'd never do it. Eh, I think content like this is energy. And if your energy isn't in it, I think the audience can feel it. I think you would feel it. I think I would feel it. And I bet, I bet if I go back and listen to some of the episodes I recorded that I'll either re-record or just edit, I bet I can feel a difference in my energy. So I'm still going through it because today on the full moon marks three months of that eclipse. Sorry, four months from that eclipse. It was October. And the way that eclipses work is when you have an eclipse on a planet, it puts that planet in the spotlight. When you have a full moon on a planet, full moon eclipse on a planet, it puts that planet in the spotlight for four to six months. Six months is the entire story, but four months is the real kind of oomph of it. And so part of wounded healer is I'm sharing with you what I'm going through and what I'm struggling with. So you kind of understand who the aligned alchemist is beyond the degrees and the fancy jobs I've had and everything like that. Who am I really? Because that's who you're going to be getting moving forward. I am just like you deconditioning from a paradigm that I was raised in and it served me well. And I will continue to use those tools with my clients. Business is important. Business is not just energy. You need strategy. But increasingly we're moving towards an air-based paradigm. And that is all of what the next episode is about. I recorded an entire episode when Pluto went into Aquarius, which you do not have to be a spiritualist. You do not have to be a human designer. You do not have to be an astrologer to know that Pluto entering Aquarius has been tossed about in the spiritual community for 
years. And even if you're into none of these systems, if you've been listening to anything on YouTube or any spiritualist, you know that 2024 is the massive shift. Heck, if you work in HR or anything, anything that has to do with those systems are that are exist in life, you know that we have changed, even if you don't know why. And I'll share that because Aquarius is an air sign and Pluto is in Capricorn since 2008, which is an earth sign, Capricorn. We talked about Capricorn, the societal structures of society. Well, the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was the late 1700s. So to talk about a paradigm shift in society, this is no small deal. 229 is a very rare event. As you know, it's a leap year. And the last time that we had 229 was 2020. In February 2020, right around leap year is when we had shutdown. And the world changed for good. And I don't know about you, but for many people, we have felt like we've been in this weird portal for four years. I can speak for that personally. And we now have the same two candidates in the election. We had the same two teams in the Super Bowl. It 224 it seems like just a higher octave of 220. And we have a leap year. And so for me, this 229 really signifies the end of one chapter and the beginning of another chapter in ways that, again, are not going to be obvious. No thing is going to fall out of the sky. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because, but, you know, we're not going to, it's not going to be an obvious to you. You're not going to wake up on 229 on 3 1 or feel any different, but not just because March just represents a return to the sun. But there is a shift happening, a quickening that's happening. And we are now in the full moon of the Aquarius moon cycle. And Aquarius represents the quickening. And when the new moon happened on 2-9, which is also the Asian New Year, which was the Aquarius new moon, that is when for many we really felt like, okay, Pluto's in Aquarius now. We are really kicking this off. And we had a couple other major astrological events that happened that are not very common. And I talked about these on my YouTube channel, so I'm not going to go into that because that's where I talk about astrology. But basically, Mars and Venus conjunct at six degrees or five degrees of Aquarius last week. Mars is your masculine energy, Venus being your feminine energy. They conjunct every one to two years, but the last time that they conjunct was March of 2022 at zero degrees of Aquarius. The next time they'll conjunct will be in Capricorn in 2026. And I don't know when they're going to conjunct again. And I did a whole episode about this on my YouTube channel. It's only about five minutes, but it's relevant to society and it's relevant to you. And I will link that below. The other thing that happened is going to happen on 228 is Saturn, the sun, will conjunct in Pisces. Now, I released on my YouTube channel as well an entire podcast episode I did with a human design person on Saturn entering Pisces and what that means for society. But that is a rare event because Saturn is only in Pisces once every 30 years. So Saturn and the sun are only conjunct once every 30 years. And so this all, basically Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. We entered Pisces season last week. It's the ending before the start. The astrological new year is on spring equinox every year when the sun moves into Aries. And so this is a culmination. This is an ending. This is a purging. This is a time of quickening. And yet we've got to take care of old things before we can start the new. And the reason that I share all this with you, if you're drawn to my messages, is that we focus so much in Western society on the calendar year. Well, the calendar year from an astrological and energetic perspective is quite useless. 
It's useful for fiscal. It is relevant for job hunting and business and, you know, travel and vacation times and, you know, the healthcare system and anything on the earth plane that we've got to deal with in the U.S. or the Western world revolves around the end of the calendar year, but it's a religious Gregorian thing. It has nothing to do with energy. The real energy starts now. And as you know, anytime you want to enter new energy and step into new energy in your life, you've got to clear the past. So this moon cycle is a really, really powerful time to do that. And this entire Pisces season, which ends when March starts, or excuse me, when spring starts, is this time to really clear out the past, clear things in your subconscious. Pisces rules the unseen, your dreams. I dreams have been crazy lately. I've been putting a lot of crystals by my bedside table. That might have something to do with it. I've needed a lot more rest. I've been sleeping closer to nine hours than eight hours, which has been hard because I want to get a lot done. So that's happening. Let's talk about the Aligned Alchemist. So in 2022, on the full moon in Virgo, which is the correspondence to the full moon in Virgo, that is happening today, I had a cosmic alarm clock, which is what the full moon is, that I was going to start a podcast called Cosmic Alarm Clock. And for two years, I had an astrological podcast that talked about mundane astrology, events happening, society, how it's affecting the collective, et cetera, et cetera. All of that is on Spotify and Apple. And I put major, major podcast interviews and episodes up on my YouTube channel. Well, to me, the culmination of that was always Pluto moving into Aquarius. Now, Pluto will be in Aquarius for good on November 20th of this year, right after the U.S. election. It goes back into Capricorn for two months, in my opinion, just so we can have a freaking election. Because to me, Pluto is the future. And we are still struggling with the past. If you even look at the two candidates that we have for running for office, my God, talk about old white paradigm of the past. I mean, come on. It is whatever side you fall on. I'm not going to get too much into that because... I talk about mundane astrology on Cosmic Alarm Clock. I know the audience for this is different, but you're picking up what I'm putting down, right? We can't just change society tomorrow. We need to have somebody at the helm, hopefully somebody who's actually competent and awake to get us through this transition. In human design, there's something known as the cross of the rising phoenix. That occurs in 2027. So whoever gets into election this year or office into this year, and yes, the U.S. does drive the economy of the rest of the world, whether or not people want to admit it or not, no, I'm not a U.S.-centric person, but that's just reality, is going to usher us in to the new paradigm, knowingly or not, because I'm sure the, well, they probably know about human design and don't talk about it, but most people do not even know about this stuff or talk about this stuff. It is becoming more and more mainstream, thankfully, but 2027 is what human design has been preparing us for this entire time. Alan Krakauer, who came up with human design, often called to as Ra, because he changed his name to an ethnic-sounding name in, if you hear in pop culture, he was talking about 2027. And in 2027, we fully moved to an air-based society, from an earth-based society where everything had to be strategic and planned out and practical, and we had to think with our minds, and it's about thinking with our bodies and our intuition. And so deconditioning from the paradigm, the old paradigm, is what we are being prepared for so we can thrive in the new era, which is very, very close by. I just throw, threw out some years for you, 2022, 2020. Now, for some of you, you, I know people had kids and got married and started businesses and are thriving and did a lot in the last four years. And some of us treaded water for four years and had a very difficult time and had other developments that were maybe more on the inside, but then are now going to be more external now. And that's what I feel has happened to me. So four years goes very fast. And so 2027 is going to be upon us very, very quickly. 
And I mentioned, you know, the last time that Pluto was in Aquarius was the late 1700s. Well, that was when Uranus was discovered. And one of my next episodes will be about the differences between the chakras and the splenic centers. Because when Ra claims we move from a seven-centered being to a nine-centered being is when Uranus is discovered. So going full circle back to the start of this episode where I talked about Chiron, we are in a Saturnian world. We operate with Uranus in our dreams, in intuition, in synchronicities, in crystals, in energy medicine, in vibration that has been on the, quote, fringes for a while and is coming into the mainstream. And if you work with a astrologer or someone like myself or someone who's a shaman or someone who does anything with energy, they are what is known as a Chiron. They probably have a prominent Chiron in their chart. And that is the person that straddles both worlds, often in a human form and often in a, quote, healer form. And why is this all wanting to come up right now? Because the unofficial ruler of Virgo is Chiron. Now, the real ruler of Virgo is Mercury, because that's a planet and that's how it works. But because Virgo is considered a healer, it's considered earth witch, it's considered, you know, medicine doctor, practical spiritualist, whatever you want to call it, and Chiron is that as well, there's a very big affinity between Chiron and Virgo. So Chiron is really, really kind of prominent right now, just in the consciousness about healing ourselves, healing the collective, and really stepping into your healer self, if that speaks to you, but also reaching out to the people in you need to aid you on this healing journey. Because part of why Ra wanted us to step into our intuition and understand our body wisdom is because much like animals, that's what they use to navigate. They use their unseen senses to navigate in the dark or to predict what's going to happen. The more that we're able to tune back into our body wisdom, which we've been deconditioned from since we basically became, quote, you know, modern people in the 1800s or even earlier, we are going to have a hard time if we're relying on our brain only to navigate in the new paradigm. We all as a collective are stepping into a new future. Pluto entering Aquarius, even though it goes back for two months, it only goes to 29 degrees. I only think it affects the election. I think the triggers have been set. We are in the new paradigm. The train has left the station, so to speak. And this is going to be a game-changing year. And so... Cosmic Alarm Clock was a podcast from 2020 through 2027. I started it in 22, but I talked about the triggers that happened in January of 2020 that started us where we are now. And 2024 to 2027 is really part two. And so it was a cosmic alarm clock, a wake-up call for the collective. And at this point, if you're not awake, you're not awake. At this point, it's about awakening your innate wisdom, which is what the Aligned Alchemist is about. And I apologize if I've said this before, because this is a channeled message. You know, all of my podcast episodes for Cosmic Alarm Clock were recorded on the full moon because my ruling planet is in Cancer. So my life force revolves around the moon and the sun in other ways because I'm a human and the sun is what gives us energy. This is how I used to channel Cosmic Alarm Clock. And Aligned Alchemist will not be this, but this is what wants to come out today because I want to get an episode out to you guys and I want you guys to know what's coming. So three things to be aware of as I start to wrap up this episode. The first one is, I'll link all those things below if you're interested, and that we're really in the new paradigm. The second thing to be aware of is what's happening with the Aligned Alchemist, which will realistically be in March when the sun returns. 
I think now is the time we're pivoting more into talking about energy and mindset and business and how to work with this energy and how to actually awaken your innate wisdom, um, feeling my way through it. So I appreciate your patience while I feel my way through it. And this is a journey. This whole thing is a journey. I started this podcast with Jupiter going into Taurus and what that represents. And Jupiter will be in Taurus until the end of April. So a lot will be happening in the spring. We're in a quickening and I'm going to release the one on the splenic centers versus the chakras just in case anybody is completely, completely new to human design and wants my understanding of why that is the case. And then the foundation's really been set. I mean, I've really set the foundation for the centers, the, the background of human design, how human design relates to law of attraction, how human design relates to astrology, the four foundational systems, my background, my personality. And then I think what we're going to do is we're going to switch into guests. And I'm going to make this kind of an interview podcast to ensure that while I'm getting some other aspects of the business off the ground, that the Aligned Alchemist is still ongoing. And so I don't think that the Aligned Alchemist is supposed to just be about me or human design. I know that's what business would tell me that it's supposed to be. I am kind of dissolving and deconditioning a little bit about that. I would rather be wrong and come back around in six months and say, whoops, I was wrong. I need to be more focused. And the podcast is going to be about this. You have to know kind of where you want to end up. But how you get there sometimes is just not going to be a straight line. And we want it to be a straight line. I'm telling you it's not going to be a straight line. And that's all she wrote. That's all she said. Thank you so much for listening to my meandering full moon episode the next episode will be on the splenic centers versus the chakras that's a very great foundational episode for anyone who is new to human design because it really explains why we are now a nine centered being versus a seven centered being i.e the chakras and what the differences are and again that happened when Uranus was discovered. So with Uranus being the modern ruler of Aquarius, this Aquarian age is really where we're stepping into human design and the new paradigm and the new energy and everything else that everyone's talking about. Whether or not you're listening to financial analysts talking about the breakdown or you're listening to spiritualists talking about the great shift, 2024 is it. It's what a great year to really take Aligned Alchemist to the next level. So along with that, the Aligned Alchemist, I think starting with that episode will be a video podcast. So this is going to be up on my YouTube channel. That's a great way for discoverability. Also, if you want to help me out with that, you can share this podcast or you can write a review. Please actually say a few things. Don't leave just a couple of stars. It's nice, but that just looks like a bot. So a couple of words would be great if you choose to deliver a review. It's very easy on Apple to do that. You just scroll to the main page, go down and do that. And the third thing to be aware of is we're in a really powerful time of energies right now. Mars, Venus conjunction last week, Pluto, Sun, Mercury conjunction on the 28th, this full moon cycle in the midst of Aquarius season or in the midst of the Aquarius moon cycle. Again, normally I wouldn't talk about timely stuff on this podcast, but it felt relevant and the last thing I'll mention, because I mentioned Chiron, and how could I not mention this, is that last week we had Chiron and Aries conjunct the North Node. North Node in astrology is your point of soul evolution. And on a collective level, it's where are we going as a society. 
I did an entire episode on the North Node being in Aries and the South Node being in Libra and what that meant for society because that will affect us through 2025. I'll link that episode below because why not? It's on my YouTube channel. It's a video. Chiron conjunct the North Node in Aries is a once in a lifetime event. This is just another point to Chiron, this idea of the wound in us with Aries being the pioneer, Aries being just do it, Aries just being take that risk. If you listened to the first episode of this podcast where I talked about the journey, the journey, the journey, the journey, I talked about Jupiter and I talked about the differences with Jupiter and Aries and Jupiter and Taurus, what Aries represents. Well, Aries and Taurus, in my opinion, represent the two signs most associated with entrepreneurship. And I explained why in that episode. So with Chiron being conjunct to the North Node in Aries, it's the time for us to really Look at our wounds about being the creators of our life, stepping outside of our comfort zone, stepping outside of what might make us seem normal, Saturn, the realms, the boundaries of space and time. There's a lot of fear right now. And so all that's up right now. All these three events happened within oh, a week of each other. And that's fairly rare. The sun is returning. I am returning. And when I return, the podcast, other than that episode I just dropped, will likely be guests because I'm trying to figure out what the content for this podcast is and what should be a YouTube video versus a podcast. would love some feedback if you guys um, are interested. I'll put my email below. That would be wonderful. Or you can find me on Instagram at success and spirit if you want to DM me. Love to know what you guys want in this podcast and just want to make sure this is a very Aries Libra balance of me being the creator, but also me giving you Libra what the tribe wants. All right, everyone, if you are feeling exhausted, if you are feeling run down, if you are feeling just a lot of clearing, I don't think it's you. This is a collective clearing that we're going through. We go through it every year in Pisces season, but this is a, this is an ending of all endings. So be kind to yourself, get a salt bath in, get some time in nature. The sun is returning, get some sun on your face get a massage, find ways to just release stuff out of your body, out of your mind, out of the past so that we can collectively step forward. Thank you for listening.